What's good, everybody? We are back with another episode of We Just Be Talking. It is the host, Gold, joined by the co-host, B. What's good, John? Yeah, so, you know, a lot has happened today alone <laughs> in the, the world of sports in <laughs> yes. particular. So this episode, y'all already know, is going to be most about, about sports, sports. Because a lot of yeah. stuff is going on the past not even 24 hours, like legit the past, I want to say 12 hours. Yes. <laughs> so, start things off, you know, LeBron, the Lakers, they got put out. We know that. Um, we kind of knew it was going to happen, though. Yeah, the Nets have, um, the Nets are literally hurt every, every one day. They can never be complete as a big three. It's always going to be, you know, one or two of them down at a time. They can never have all three of them. But, um, KD had a, um, one of the greatest playoff games we've ever seen in the history of the playoffs. With um, he would have had fifty, but he had forty nine. He had forty nine, seventeen, and ten. With two steals, Definitely three blocks. His best game. He had forty nine points on like twenty twenty some shots. That's that's unheard of. That's 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 ridiculous. I think Phenomenal like, game. I think it was twenty nine shots. I want to say it was it was just ridiculous. So nobody. Nobody does that. <laughs> like that's not like yeah. that's nah. I think he was feeling like the the hype around him was you know the the talk was been like are we gonna hold him accountable? Like you know they do LeBron and everything like that. And I guess he took that personally. It was basically mm. all the like analysts were saying. Um, well, all the analysts not named Skip Bayless were saying, and probably Stephen A. were saying that KD needed to. KD's never. They say he's never been asked to be like every, do everything. He's only been required to do like one thing, like score, and that's mm-hmm. it. He's never had to do like everything, like get the triple double, get the rebound, play the defense, do all, all the above. And he actually did it. Which we, uh, like anybody that watched Kevin Durant, know he's capable of doing it. And Absolutely. before the Achilles, he was he was actually on the way to being like a he was actually one of the best defenders, the wing defenders in the league. To be honest, like people didn't realize it, but he actually was like very, very highly up there with the with defense, like um, as far as defensive players go. Like to me, the year he got hurt with the Achilles, the last year with the Warriors, I think he could have actually um, won Defensive Player of the Year. He should have at least been in the conversation because he actually played like yeah. amazing. Like his defense, he really took stuff to his defense up. But just with the Achilles injury. You know, you lose a little bit of that lateral quickness, but he can still do what he does. He can still be Kevin Durant. Like it's fine. Um, he played every minute of the game too. Like that's that's also something that not many people do. I think, as a matter of fact, I think he's the only one to ever do it. He played every minute of the game and dropped a triple double, the forty nine point triple double. I think he's the first player to play every minute of a game since LeBron in the playoffs. Anyway, since LeBron. In 2018, I want to say, yeah, he's LeBron's last player to do that, and now it's Kevin Durant. Um, but let's see, he actually he did his thing. He did. It was an amazing game, though. That was that was beautiful basketball to watch by Kevin Durant. The Bucks just fucking suck. They, they <laughs> no, I'm sorry, it was not 29 shots. He actually got this is ridiculous, bro. Like he he scored 49 points out of 23 shots. That's bro, like, the, <laughs> like the efficiency, and from that, bro, like, you gotta give it to him. Like, even if you like, you not a fan, you gotta just, you gotta give it up. That man, who? I don't care if you hate like that, KD, you you gotta right. acknowledge that. That's 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 not something you see often. You're not gonna see performances like that all the time. That's what Shannon Sharp said all the time. Virtuoso. That was a virtuoso performance in itself. Yeah, so. bro. yeah, bro. You you don't you don't see them kind of performances. You gotta give it to him. Like you gotta get that man this problem. I mean, right. I'm watching. I'm like, he was just hidden. Like, everything he was, he was just hidden, bro. And so, you gotta get that man this flowers on that one. I, I don't. I, do you think James Harden needed to be in? I mean, he only scored five points. I don't think he should have been there. I think he. I don't. You know, he played a good amount of minutes. He played with. Like 40 30, minutes? Like 33, close to 40. He, 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 yeah. he only had five points. I mean, I think they were concerned because I guess they thought, because um, you know, KD was going to be by himself. And, I mean, KD proved that he can, he got it. It's just, you know. Well, the way I look at it, 
James Harden is not healthy yet. We can clearly see that. Like, he's very hesitant on the hamstring. You can tell that the yep. hamstring not right. So, he shouldn't have been playing. He, he was just there. He was a liability, to be honest. However, him being on the court is beneficial to the Nets as far as, like, a decoy in a way. Because, like, yeah. even if he's on the court, he can't get that much lift on his jump shots. He can't do this and that. However, he's still on the court. So, it's like, okay. James Harden still on the court. We know who we know who James Harden is, so we still gotta guard him, and we gotta be mindful of like what we allowed him to do. Cause we know, cause we seen Chris Paul, which we're gonna talk about him in a second, which is fucking. I'm I'm so like upset about the whole thing, but um. So with um with Harden, it's like we know what he does. So you know, Chris Paul had the shoulder. He was off center for the whole series against the Lakers. Like he wasn't Chris Paul, and you could tell the shoulder affected him. It got better mm-hmm. when he played against the Nuggets because they swept the Nuggets. The yeah. Suns swept the Nuggets. The Suns are actually in the conference finals, guys. That's that's actually amazing for them. They're so in the conference 2010 finals. 2010 was the last time when they lost to the Lakers. After Ronald Test crazy on um, Ronald Test um game one. I'll never forget that. That was that was the last year Kobe won a ring. If I don't know. Yeah, that was the last year. Yep, that was the last one. Um, and it's like you know, you're like you like. Play you don't like every player is different. That's why I say this whole thing about people judging Anthony Davis, saying like he's too young to be this hurt and this and that. Like everybody's body is different. Everybody's different how they react to pain. Like you can't question another person's like pain tolerance or their or like what their experience as far as pain right. goes. So it's like Chris Paul, he was still an important piece in the winning that first round series. Like him just being on the court and playing with one arm, it helped them in a way because it helped motivate them and he was able to like get them like you know calm the defense down and everything well they was they was they they like calm i calm the offense down they got a little like flushed a little bit because it's still it's still the young the sons are still a young team none of yeah. them have ever no player on their roster except for low-key i think just chris paul and jameson um crowder i think those are the only two people that um have been in the playoffs before or like even got I know Crowder's been in the in the finals, and mm-hmm. Chris Paul at least has been in the playoffs. Like you know, he made annually. it to the conference finals. He makes before, it to the, but you know. he makes it to the conference finals one, but that's the conference finals. It's like it's not really no big. True. It's just you know, Chris Paul just had playoff experience, so it's like with that it helped him out in a way. Him just his leadership just helped him out. Same way going Harden. Like Harden wasn't like all the way back there, but he took some of the pressure off of KD because even though he couldn't really do much like we're used to James Harden doing. He still served as the point guard. He brought the ball to the court, initiated the offense. He may not have been that much involved in the offense because he couldn't he couldn't drive to the lane. He couldn't do any of that stuff. Like you could tell he was just out there like not trying to like mess his hamstring up more. He was being very like Yeah, he was being very yeah, he was, Exactly, exactly. So it's like him just being out there helped him out as far as like you could say spacing, um, like them, like being able to like get into their offensive sets without having to. It helped KD too, because KD didn't have to exert as much energy. Because think, be, be real. If Harden didn't play, KD was gonna be the point guard. That's just point oh, blank. He, absolutely. He he gonna he will be bringing the ball up the court. That was that's without question. Like, exactly. I, so. I, I, I 100% agree. Like James Harden was a decoy. Was like a like, and they probably told him like, "Yo, you ain't even gotta do too much, but you just being out there is enough." Like. It's just like you enough just being out there on the court. I, I right, completely like, agree with that. Right, like just exist. <laughs> we just need just you to like exist. literally just exist on the court. They 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 not gonna leave you open because you James Harden. Like like that'd be stupid. They'd be stupid to do that. And if so, then you just be knocking down threes. And don't nobody want that. So do you see them coming out of this series? The next. I mean, they up. Yeah, they are three two. I, I, I honestly, I said Bucks in six, which you know, <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I don't know, he man. did let me down too, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Like I, I, know, I really man. expected more from the Bucks, and like them first two games, I was like, bro, this is, this is sad. <laughs> well, see, I know I said Bucks in six, y'all, but that clearly can't happen now. But um. Yeah, bro. I don't, I don't know. It's like I knew um, six seven games. I didn't. I been. I still think so. I think this is what I think. I think that the Bucks are going to win this next game, 
because I think they're gonna be looking for KD to do it, do what he just did again. I don't. I would be surprised if he like at that that level of like performance. If he could do that again, then I'd be like, I, I mean, you can't do nothing about that. Like, but like, I don't know if he can do it like back to back like that. I mean, he can prove me wrong, but I think the Bucks gonna come out of this one. They force Game Seven, and the way it's been looking though, like the Nets probably gonna come out of it. But they four seven games, so. I don't um, think it's going seven, though. I think the Knicks get knock them out next game. I think the Knicks will knock them out next game. Just out the strength of, I think, which one of them said? Charles Barkley said the best, bro. The Bucks. well, I didn't say, I don't agree with this part. But he said he, he thinks the Bucks will win the NBA championship. But they just dumb. They, they play dumb. And the mm-hmm. more you watch them, the more you play, like, the more you look at them, you're like, Okay, I see your point. You, they do play dumb because a lot of things that they do, they don't like the Bucks. The Bucks are a weird team because it's it's a good collection. I I honestly think the Bucks have a good collection of like talent pieces. They have a good mm-hmm. team built around Giannis, Middleton, and Drew Holiday. Like that's that's the that's your core, and you got a good group built around that. I know a lot of people say Middleton's not a number two and this and that, but I think Middleton is a number two. The problem is. Giannis is slowly looking more like a number two as well, and not a number one. He he doesn't look like a number one, and bro, the, like, the evidence and the evidence is there. It's, it's on the table. Go ahead, go ahead. Nah, bro. Like, I think like Miami exposed it the most last year. Giannis is a it's a one trick pony, bro. Like you know what he gonna do, bro. I watched Blake Griffin guard this dude, and he gave him nothing but space when he was like right around the free throw line. Buku space. He could have easily pulled up, knocked it down. But he don't have no jumper. So he played back. And then every time he go to the hole, all they do is they crash in the hole and he can't he can't do nothing. And I'm like, bro, like you got it, like you got to develop a jumper. And like last year should have been like a, a clear indicator. Like, bro, they know your game. Like you gotta you gotta get a jumper. Like some kind of jumper. Some mid range. You gotta get something. And, like, he just don't, bro. Like, they leave it. Like, they give him space to pull up the jump, like, to shoot the ball. And he won't do it. He going to try to get to the hole. And and he can't say, like, oh, because of my size, because him and Kevin Durant by the same size. And Durant, you saw what Durant did. So My, my thing with Giannis, like I said, he's looking. He doesn't look. I don't know what it is about Giannis. It's like, I said this, I said this last year when you said that they was going to beat the Heat and, like, you thought it was gonna probably swoop the Heat last year. They did this year too, because to be honest, the Heat we wasn't that good this year. We weren't. We we had Jimmy Butler in and out of COVID. We had all players going through COVID. We had a lot of injuries. The team never gelled together this year. It was just a funny year. Like to be honest, I think the Heat. We need to, and then we traded for Oladipo, got rid of Lennox. I mean, it's not a huge piece. I think the Heat really need to either get rid of they can. Okay, so they I, I know a couple episodes I said they can get rid of Jimmy Butler. And not sign for the max. They can keep Jimmy, but I don't want. I, I don't think you can keep Jimmy, Hero, Duncan Robinson, all of them together. Like, you have to like switch some stuff up. Like it's it's too they too one dimensional. We need some more. We need some more versatile pieces going on. Like we need something. We need another bid to pair alongside Bam. We need like yeah. We we just need a couple more things. If we still got Old Depot. We can flip Old Depot for another piece. But I think since we got Old Depot, I really don't believe we need like. Duncan Robinson and Hero. One of them we need to go. We need to move one of them. Yeah. We should have got rid of Hero when he was, his value was still kind of high. Should have got rid of him. We should have got rid of him for James Harden, to be honest. I think that might have been straight. It's the only problem that would have we probably wouldn't work because James Harden and Jimmy Butler, I don't know how that would have jailed together. That's the only problem. Yeah, I don't know how that would have worked Jimmy together. Because yeah, of how Jimmy, Jimmy personality is so strong. I don't know how that would have went with Harden. But anyway, exactly. it's not, anyway, the Heat, we long gone. We got swept. We'll be back probably about a year or two. I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, I, I believe in Pat Riley. So, um, the thing with the Bucks, it's like the team is. It, I don't think it's a bad put together team. I think it's a very well put together team. I think the problem is like Giannis is really the issue. It's like I don't know. It's like in the first round of every playoffs. This happens every year. He goes. He's been in the playoffs since he like took that next step to like star play in the league. 
I'm not saying he's a superstar. I can't even say he's a superstar at this point because, like, he, he got the back-to-back MVPs and fifth play of the year. But he don't guard anybody. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how he got the fifth play of the year now. And I was all for him getting it. I was like, Giannis actually plays great defense. But now I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't know how you even got defensive player of the year, dog. Like, you don't guard the best defender. You don't you don't guard the best player on the next team ever. I've never seen Giannis guard the, next, the best player on the next team. He didn't do it last year. Last year, he, he was hired from Jimmy Butler. He didn't want to guard Jimmy Butler. This year, same thing. He know he can shut down. This year, he don't want to guard KD. And, he, and his response always, I just do what my coach tell me to do. Screw what your coach telling you. Go say, hey, coach, I got him. Let me, let me put, him, put, me on, put me on KD. Like, you defensive. I want to know why you got the defensive player of the year, bro. Like, you got the defensive player of the year, but you never guard the best player. I want to see I want to see Giannis guard the best player on the opposing team and shut him down. So I could be like, okay, they was right giving him the defensive player of the year because I felt they was right. But now I'm starting to question, like, what, what, what's really going on? Because I never see Giannis guard the best player on, um, on the team. All I see him guard is like a side, a side player, like a role player, like a Joe Harris or um, Duncan Robinson. Like, why you guarding them? Guard the people that's killing y'all right now. Even if you get, like, you know, get shitted on a little bit, it's okay. At least step up to the challenge and guard. Let's, look at Kawhi and um, Paul George's last, last series against Luka. Luka cooked them boys. Except for them, that uh, one game, Kawhi shut them down completely. That was Kawhi's best game I've ever seen Kawhi play. Got to talk about him in a second, too. Even though I'm more upset about that as well. But Kawhi, yeah. that was the best game I've seen Kawhi play ever on both ends of the floor. Like, he was locked in offensively, and he locked Luka up on defense. That was, what, game six? Yeah, game six. He dropped, like, 40. He had 40 that game or something like that. He had closer. He had closer. I know. He had Luka to a low amount, a fairly low amount. So I'm yeah. like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, we seen that. Paul George was trying to guard Luka a little bit, but he was getting – he got cooked by him. It really was just – the Clippers did the defense by committee on Luka. Everybody guarded Luka. They just said, just go to Luka. Everybody else do what they do. We're we locking in on Luka. Yeah. I mean, and it's one, like, I feel like, especially, like, with the pros dudes, like, after getting to a certain point, there's only so much you could do. Like, that step back fadeaway, bro, that's a hard thing to guard, bro. Like, that's only – you can only do so much. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you you do a step back fade away from the three point line, and you, bruh, like, in terms of these, like defense, I feel like you've done all you could do. Cause that, I mean, that's a hard thing to. Call. I'm not gonna trip if it's better, if if better offense, if it's great defense, better offense. If it's that, if that, if that, if that, if, that, if it's that case, I'm cool with. It. I'm cool. But at least try. Yeah. I want to at least see you own the player, so I can be like, okay, at least you trying. Or, like, right. you know, you there. Like, I see you there. You got the good clothes out. But it's just like, you know, you can't you just – it's just bad offense. You can't, can't do nothing about it. It doesn't work out. Yeah. You can't, can't do nothing about it. But I, I want to at least see that. I never see that from Giannis, ever. All I see Giannis guard is, like, the, second, the, the third and fourth fiddles on teams. That's it. Like, I never see him go against anybody else. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm really – because even when Kyrie was playing – he was guarding like Jeff Green or Joe Harris. I'm like, why is Giannis guarding them? Why is Chris Middleton guarding Kyrie? Or why is Chris Middleton or why is why is Chris Middleton and PJ Tucker guarding KD and um Ky- and Kyrie? Like why why? Like yeah, PJ Tucker did a good job guarding KD on games what three and four? Yeah, games three and four. He got, he got, he did a good job of guarding them then. But it's like last game KD was on another level. So at that point you're like, all right, PJ. You rotate to Joe, I'm going to pick up KD. Boom, we got this. If we get here on a pick and roll, we're going to switch. Cool. But I want I want to see Giannis primarily guarding the best opposing player on another team. I've seen LeBron do it. I've even seen KD do it. I've seen Chris Paul do it. I'm just naming people that's in the playoffs right now. I can think of the top of my head. I've seen them do this. I've seen Chris Paul guard KD. So I know I, I, I want to see Giannis guard KD or something. I want to see him. I just feel like it's the most – it makes the most sense for Giannis to guard KD in terms of, like, just size. Like, it makes the most sense. Like, I feel like you should you should want to guard, like, Kevin Durant. P.J. Tucker like, guarding Durant is not a bad thing. It's just I'm that it is. It's just, I, feel I feel like, like – no, I didn't say you were. I'm just saying my point. Like, I, I'm saying, like, P.J. Tucker guarding KD is not a bad thing. But I just feel like Giannis should at least, like, in the crucial, like the whole game, Giannis guard him. He ain't got to. I, it's, it's cool, but in the crucial moments, in the in like in, in the clutch time in fourth quarter, 
I want to see Giannis pick up KD or something. Like, like save him for the fourth quarter. Let him, let him lock in on KD. Follow him around the court. Like, I want to see that. Like, they do that. All, like, they, the NBA does that all the time. It's not just a whole Giannis thing. It's the whole coach. It's the coaching card. All coaches do this now. Like, they have the best perimeter defender they have, and they won't put them on the star. Or if it's a star player that's their best perimeter, they won't put them. Same thing with the 76ers. The 76ers had Ben Simmons at first. He was not guarding Trey Young. Trey Young went off, I think, game one. And then Jock Rivers said, all right, Ben Simmons, you going to guard Trey. Ben Simmons followed Trey around, not been following Trey around since then. Has not stopped. Same way with um, LeBron has done it too. But I've also seen LeBron guard the best player on the team. But with LeBron, his like recent couple years, he's getting a little older. He has shot away from guarding like that best player on the team, like in, in the clutch time. Like he has shot yeah, away from Yeah, but I think he know what he had. I think he know what he had in his career too, though. And he and when AD came back last year, AD was like, hey, LeBron, we about to be the best. We about to be one of the best offensive like tandems in the league. Like I need you to step up. And LeBron took on that challenge. He he his, he picked his defense back up. It was more like the old LeBron. But because the last couple of years LeBron been in coast mode, even with the Cleveland Cavaliers when he still his last two years with the Cavs after they won oh, yeah, yeah, against yeah. the Warriors, he coasted through the regular season. He didn't play defense. He played defense in the playoffs for a certain degree, but he didn't really play defense. Like talking about LeBron had been stopped playing defense as hard as he used to. Now Miami LeBron, that was a different animal. That was oh, a different yeah, beast. Yeah. Miami LeBron was trying to was trying to get that ring though. You know? Miami LeBron was defensive player of the year. But Marcus stole it from him. I still don't. I to this day I still don't understand how Marcus got that defensive player of the year over LeBron. Because when you look at the numbers and everything, it don't make sense. So I'm still like, how did that happen? But that's neither here nor there. We're not gonna talk about that. Um, but it's just I want to. I just want to see Giannis step up, bro. I haven't seen Giannis stepped up yet. I have never seen Giannis mm-hmm. like back against the wall. What Max Kellerman said at the time: back against the wall, fade the universe on the line, one game. Who I'm picking to win it? I can't say I'll pick Giannis because I have never seen Giannis do that. I have not seen Giannis do that like killer instinct, like go in. I've seen LeBron do it, seen KD do it. I've even seen Steph. Do people talk about Steph all the time in the postseason? But I've seen Steph take over games all the time in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen it from the stars in the league, but I think I've seen Kawhi do it multiple times. Like I've seen it from the stars in the league, but I don't I don't see that in Giannis. Giannis hasn't done that for me yet, and I need him to prove me and everybody else wrong and like actually play like play like a two-time MVP play like a defensive player of the year like play like the only player I think he's on play this year to be voted number um first team all defense and first team all NBA like show me I need I need to see this show me you deserve all this clout you're getting right now because right now you about to be on because if you one more you one playoff loss away from being on the whole I think you low-key overrated I don't, I don't, I don't know I don't, I don't think you're overrated that is a fact. He is literally like he literally got one more, and then it's like you are you are he overrated. Like you need to develop your game and learn how to play basketball, dog. Like, like you gotta you gotta learn how to it's how to do fact, more. Like it's it's getting to that point. It's getting to that point now where it's like yeah, because getting to that point now where it's like we know Giannis is good. We know he's good, but right. when when are you gonna take that next step? Like it's been three years. This is the third year you've been in the playoffs, and it gets to the second round where well, you got to the conference finals. I give you that conference finals. That first year he won MVP, but this is like mm-hmm. the this will be the third year that you run into a team that don't let you just run to the basket and hold turbo. Cause literally watching Giannis play now, like the like I used to defend it, but now I'm like watching like it's really just him grabbing the ball, holding turbo. He has no dribble moves, no handles, nothing at all. He just try to power through. I see him get about four or five charges a game. I'm like, this is, I'm like, you gotta learn how to, you gotta do more than that, Giannis. And his basketball IQ as far as players go just don't make sense to me. Like last night he had Harden. Instead of him going over Harden, like blowing by Harden to get a dunk off, he posts Harden up and to choose a fadeaway. When he had a wide open lane where he could have went and got a dunk, he instead of that he posts Harden, he posts Harden up, shoots a fadeaway, miss. I'm like, why, why, Giannis? Like, why, why, why would you do that? That wasn't that wasn't the best play in that time. Like it's just I I don't know. It's just Giannis getting a lot of question marks brought up right now. That's all it is. It's like he's getting a lot of question marks. A lot of people yeah. saying like, "Are you really this guy that we thought you were? You just overrated. You just had some good seasons, and we thought you were more than what you were. Were we caught up in the hype or what?" Because I think Giannis is a good player. I do. I think he's I think he's top. I think he's solid too. But you and you're absolutely right. 
I don't know if I say top five in the league, but I think top ten in the league. But go ahead. I'm listening to me. Go no, ahead. No, he, he definitely at that point where it's like you got it. Either you're going to step it up or you, or you you ain't got it. Everybody knows you you need to have some kind of mid-range jumper. You got to have some. Everybody, like, everybody know what you're going to do. And if you stick to that, it's going to be like, a, like everybody know what to do with you or how to deal with you. Like, you should have developed, start, like, start shooting mid-range, like, after last season. When, like, Miami cooked y'all like that. Because that was, they was what? I think last year, that was what? The number one seed or the number they was two number one. seed? They almost, they would have yeah, won, they would have won 70 games if uh, Pandemic hadn't, hadn't hit. They would have won 70 games. They were well on pace to win 70 games last year. And Miami was number eight? No. Oh, no, what number they were then? Miami was the f- fifth seed, fourth seed. Fifth seed, okay. They, really we, they, the, the Bucks they won their first won. round series. The Bucks will play the Magic. You forget about the first round series. You skip it to the. I am. They beat them. They beat the Magic. Yeah, but like Miami did them like like he's, when I feel like they they real life exposed that boy and like he just he could not shake back after that. I think he he like injured himself a little bit. He, he got hurt. He just, yeah, he he couldn't shake back from it. And then you come back this year, and you're doing the same thing. So, I I totally agree with the he got one more, and then after that it's like, can we write him off? I mean, he got an MVP, but like, if he don't do nothing soon, it's gonna be like like why you got that supermax contract. Man, you look at, cause you look at Giannis. Giannis numbers jump off the page. Like his numbers, he puts up the stats in the regular. His regular season is phenomenal, like mm-hmm. top notch. It's just the playoffs because I'm judging him on the same level as like people judge like LeBron, the LeBrons, the Kobe's, the um, KDs, like them kind of people. I'm judging him on that on that standard. Right. Because I'm like at this point. You got all this hardware. You put up these amazing numbers in the regular season. You need to translate this to the postseason like you need to. Because that whole thing about Steph Curry not being good in the postseason that fucking analysts try to make up, that, no, that's that's not it. Okay, no, no. Steph Curry should have probably won two finals MVPs. He should have won the first one when they played, but they gave it to Iguodala because he played defense. Curry was fine in that first finals. The one where KD, the first one they won with KD, um... KD, uh, no, was it the first? It was either the first or second year they won with KD. Steph was really right there. The only reason Steph didn't win Finals MVP in that series because he had one bad game. He had one bad game. I think it was Game Four that he he didn't play that good in, and he shook back Game Five. But KD was on fire like all five games, so he got it. But I'm like Steph, not like that whole notion they try to make about Steph not not performing in the postseason. Like stop it, stop. Like the man got the man got two MVPs back to back, the only unanimous MVP in the league, and he got three rings now. Like Steph is Steph is legit top. You could say top three point guard all the time at this point. Like I say, he about like top three. He's top no yeah, less yeah. than top five. He's he's up there. Like he's up yeah, there with yeah. Magic, Isaiah, um, Oscar. Who else I put usually top five? Um, yeah, Gary Payton. No, I don't say Gary Payton top five. It's like Stockton. Magic, Steph, Isaiah, like he he in that realm of point guards. Like he he's up there. Like all that notion of Steph Curry don't come through in the postseason, I stop it. No. Like they, they can relax. Yeah, I I don't know why they tried to like I don't know Steph where that narrative came from, but he like yeah, nah Steph Steph not now not, not twenty sixteen when the Cavs came back, Steph was wild in that finals. He he was wild and I will say that. Especially game seven. Game seven, he was tripping with that behind the back pass when they was yeah, that was yeah, he was wilding in. But nah, like I am not gonna do that to Steph, like no. Yeah, it's a disrespect for me. I don't know. Yeah. It's, he, he definitely do his thing. He definitely it's, do his thing. It's, it's, exactly. it's, it's just I don't know. I just feel like at this point, bro, Giannis gotta either step up or you might be looking at real different coming for uh, coming soon. You about to get that LeBron treatment after the 2011 finals. Oof. That was not good. That's that what he about to get. That's, that's, hey, that's what's coming for Giannis soon because 
at this point, it's like when is enough gonna be enough? Bro? Like when, like your team, the team the Bucks have is is not a bad team. They have a solid roster. It really on paper. If you if you look at them play, it's a solid roster. They just make dumb decisions on the basketball court. It's just I don't understand it. I really don't. I don't get it. Like they'll just start jacking up threes out of nowhere. It just go, every game they go through a random like three four minutes where they just jacking up threes. They up by 17, 20 points, and they start jacking up threes instead of getting to eat the buckets at the basket. Like I, I just I don't I don't I just I don't know I don't know, but we'll see. The game six is tomorrow night. We'll see if Giannis come through or not. But we just gonna. He was like every time it get hot he melt. Like he he don't get hot he melt. Come on, bro. Like you gotta you gotta you gotta step it up, bro. Now we gotta talk about Kawhi. Kawhi out for game five. Yeah, Kawhi's out for game five. Um, I actually had the Clippers winning this series in six. Um, to be honest, bro, it's all on Pandemic P. He gonna either be Pandemic P or Playoff P. That's <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> he been doing he been doing straight though. He's he, he been. He's had about he's had about like two bad games the whole postseason. I would legit say I I honestly would say Paul George probably had two. I feel like he he really trying. He probably had two legit bad games in the postseason. Other than that, Paul George has been solid. He has been solid the postseason. It has not been been pandemic. Solid two. He has been a solid two this season. Right. Yeah. I think that's really what they expected from him. Like he's he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Exactly. So hopefully it's gonna be enough. But I do. I think, yeah, I, I still have them um, coming out of the series. But they play tonight, so we're going to see what they're going to, you know. I think they happen. can still beat the Jazz. I think they can still, Mike Conley isn't back yet. If mm-hmm. Mike Conley came back and Kawhi went out, I would say Jazz about to win this. And my fear of us getting a Jazz and um and this final will come true. And I'll be highly upset because I do not want to see the Utah Jazz in the, in the um, NBA Finals. I, I don't think anybody wants to watch that. Like, I, I, no, I don't. I don't want to see that. I love Don from Mitchell to Death. That's D Way 2.0. I love him. I just don't want to see the Jazz on in the finals. I, I don't. I don't want that. I don't, to be honest, at this point, I would want the finals to be either Clippers and Nets, which I think will be very entertaining, or I want to see Suns and Suns like Suns or whoever come out of the um, East. Yeah. Cause I would want Chris Paul to get a ring, which segues us to our next point with Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Is in COVID protocol, well, health and safety protocols for the NBA, because apparently he's contracted COVID. That's the rumor. He's he's apparently contracted COVID, oh, so he man. might be out for the next. He's gonna be out probably for the next two weeks. The only good thing is that the conference finals for the West does not start until next week, so he could still come back in the series. I think I think he'll still come back in like probably like game like, game three? three, game three, yeah, game two or game three. Possibly. I saw that and I was like, bro, like, and if, like, this is one thing, like, Chris Paul, like, I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like every time we get to the playoffs with Chris Paul and he start getting like his semifinals, finals, body start folding, bro. Like, it just it keep folding. Like, he gets some kind of injury and then he miss, he just missed some games. And it's like, bro, like, in terms of track record, you need to like, you need to pay attention to what's going on because. And then, like, COVID, I hope that's not the case. I hope that's not the case. The good thing is that they swept the last team. They got a slight more time because, you know, I say Clippers, the Clippers play tonight. And, you know, it could be our uh, game seven could be forced. So, you know what I'm saying? You might have a little time, but, like, every time I see Chris Paul getting hurt, it's around the playoffs. I'm like, he about to miss – the most important games. So, I don't know. And I think they need the leadership. I think they, like, his presence there is needed. So, and I kind of want to see, I want, I would like to see Phoenix win, to be completely honest. Like, I'm, I would pull for Phoenix to win it all. Because, uh, yeah, I really don't care who come out the East. Yep, because um, Chris Paul, yep, they actually confirmed earlier, yeah, because they had a report of, like, who tested part about the NBA. Um, 
Among like act play still. I think Among plays still in the playoffs. Chris Paul was the the one positive test they had. So Chris Paul actually contracted COVID, and he had and he is fully vaccinated, which is again why we say even though you're vaccinated, you can still contract COVID. That's not a. It's not like a. I'm vaccinated, so I can't catch it. You are still more than capable of catching COVID-19, people. Like I want y'all to know this. Like it's an important matter. Like just because you're fully vaccinated does not mean you're fully protected against the um, virus. It just means that if you catch it, you can still catch it. If you catch it, the symptoms won't be as bad for you because you already your body's been introduced to them before. It's right. not like you. It's not like you're immune from it because you got vaccinated. It's not how it works. Not this quick anyway. It's the getting about it. It's only been a about a year going on two that we've actually had the virus was going on two years because really it started in november they just don't want to acknowledge that but we're going on two years of this being like a thing and they only start working on vaccine middle of last year so i'm like you can't expect for and it's not fda approved either so you can't expect for it to be like the one tap cure and you don't contract you can still contract it even if you are vaccinated because chris paul is fully vaccinated um i think the magic coach he's fully he was fully vaccinated he got. He was fully vaccinated. He caught COVID. I think six days after the fact. Like you, you can still contract the virus. It's not like you're immune from it. It's, that's not how it works. Right. So, uh, it sucks that Chris Paul ended up being the one out of all. Of, it's just crazy because out of all the people right. that are fully vaccinated, Lee, it would be Chris Paul would be the one that still tests positive for it. And it's like, like wow, like y'all, like it's really like that's it's just crazy. Like it's it's really wild. It, the fact that he's the only one. And I'm catching um chest of positive for it. So it sucks because Chris Paul, he always has it's always something with Chris Paul, man. Like every time. It never feels always like something this man gets Paul. so close to like getting to that point where he can he can win it all and then something happens. Like if it's not his hamstring, it's his it's either his hamstring, his um it was what, his his knee one year. Or it's it's just now nah, it's COVID. It's, it's always something. It's just always something, man. Like it's it sucks. It really does suck. Chris Paul is one of the greatest point guards in the history of the league, but he just mm-hmm. can't catch a break. He's that he's he's a superstar that can't catch a break, and it sucks. It just sucks. Um, but hopefully, hopefully the Suns can. The th- the only good news about it is that Chris Paul is coming back within two weeks. We know he's coming back within fourteen days. So, mm-hmm. let's see. Today's what Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. So let's see. he enters safe safe protocol. So he'll be back around the end of June, beginning of July. So he'll probably miss about game. I want to say probably game one, possibly game two. Probably game three. Yeah, he can miss a good bit of games. Actually, he might miss the conference final. They get swept. He can miss the conference final. But I think he can come back in time, though. But he's fully vaccinated, though. So I wonder if they're going to do the whole. Cause you know they have they listen to restrictions. If you're fully vaccinated, like you have the ten days that you come back and mm-hmm. everything. So I wonder if they're yeah, going to do his ten days instead of giving him the whole fourteen. I'm sure they're going to do that. Listen, they're going to do whatever they can to get that man back uh, to play. So I'm pretty sure they'll do ten. I mean. The shorter the time, the better for them to make sure, like, like he back out there. So, you just got to hope that, you know, it don't affect his body none, and then he can kind of get back out there to help the team out. So, I don't know, bro. I think the um, I think the Suns can do it, though. They can still – they can still do it. I think it's still possible. It's not like it's, like – over and done with because Chris Paul's gone. They can still do it. Them dudes hungry. Like, them dudes want to win. Like it's it's very clear that you know they want to do it. So I'm like I, I want Phoenix to do it. I think Devin Booker gonna step up and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna find a way to survive after Chris Paul come back. If not, even put the next team out. I think so I think too. They, I think they could do it. I think they could do it. I'm not losing faith in like the Suns. I, I would say they would have more problems with the Clippers than the Jazz. I think they'll have more problems with the Clippers than the Jazz. It really just depends on who come out because if it's the if it's the Jazz, I can see them winning games either game one or two or both. Clippers, 
it might be like a battle back and forth. You know what I'm saying? So we because do? let's okay. So to get a clear cut picture of this before we before we wrap this up, we're gonna get a clear cut picture of what can possibly happen with the um with the state of current like what the current state of like how the game is shaping out. Okay, so Chris Paul is the pro card today. So he will have approximately what ten to fourteen days of being in um quarantine. in quarantine. Okay, so let's see. So today today they play this game five today. This game five. Okay. Game five the clip with the Clippers and the Jazz. Kawhi's gone, so we don't know what's gonna happen with that. That could that could be a blowout, possibly. We don't know. Unless playoff P shows up. Okay, so luckily the Clippers won the last two games. So it's gonna be a game six regardless of what goes on. Game six will be Friday. Mm-hmm. If the um if the let's see. If the Jazz win tonight and win Friday, that's it, series done. I believe conference finals starts next. It'll start like next Tuesday or Wednesday. So um, if they go to seven, then game seven will be on Sunday in Utah. So it's still possible that if possible. if the if the Clippers and Jazz somehow go to seven games, even with Kawhi out, if they could push it to seven games, then. It's still a high possibility that by the time the conference finals start, Chris Paul will legit probably miss like what like probably maybe one or two games. Depending if they do this if they do ten or fourteen days for um the protocol. I need to look into it more. I should look into it more before we start recording today, but I have been busy today. Um so depending on the length of his you know, absence, I think the Suns will be straight with God. I think they could survive. As long if the Suns can steal one game in Utah. If they play the um, Jazz, they can steal one game in Utah, they good. If they play the Clippers, they just got a whole home court. Or at least split it. And they good. I think they'll be fine. Like, it's not over with for the Suns. It's more so concerning for the Clippers, though, because the Clippers, Kawhi being out is a big blow for them. And he got, like, um, they say he injured his ACL. It's not a tear. So I think it's more like a sprain. Probably it's probably like a uh, yeah, but you still want to be careful. But with you can't that, just that. hop in back on that go because you don't want it to worsen. And then Kawhi history yeah. with his knees and stuff, you don't want to no. So <laughs> so um, we'll see. It's gonna be very interesting. Um, the last point that I'm gonna bring up before we close it for the day, um, your boy LeBron. I love LeBron. That's that's my dog. I love LeBron. But my thing about him because he went on a, a Twitter like a Twitter like rampage earlier, not well rant earlier about how the NBA shouldn't have allowed them to come back playing this soon, which but, I agree. It's been too many games played within the last calendar year for the, for the NBA players. They literally had like no rest. It's just been back to back, especially if you was in the bubble. It's just been back to back to back to back to back. And there's so many games was played close together. Like it was like teams playing three games in four nights. Like it was stuff like that going on. So I understand his point behind that. I don't think they should have been playing that many games either. But I also have a problem with his statement because my thing is that when the bubble was introduced last year, they they said, okay, if y'all want to come to the bubble to play, y'all can. If you don't want to play in the bubble, stay home. Boom, boom. All the players went to the bubble. They was had a chance. They all went to the bubble. They're like, okay, we got a chance. We're going to the bubble. It got to the point to where the players was, like, depressed. They didn't want to be there. They said, we want to leave. Nobody wanted to be in the bubble. The only teams that really wanted to be in the bubble were allegedly the Lakers. That was, like, the only team that really wanted to be there to win the championship. So, you go to the bubble. You say, like, it's, it's cool, this and that. It was just a little tough because you was out your family. Understandable. That's a lot on anybody because you used to seeing your family, at least talking to them all the time. You can't do that. It's going to affect you in some way. Lakers went through the bubble, got the ring. They were celebrating, partying. We bringing it back next year, blah, blah, blah. Then playing tournament stuff come in. Nobody said anything about the playing tournament. They was all cool. Like, oh, it's just a playing tournament. Cool, ain't no big deal. The minute the Lakers season turned south, when they got hurt, mm-hmm. that's when you heard LeBron complaining about all yep. this stuff. That's my only thing about yep. it. My only thing about it is that you only complain about it when it started affecting you. 
when it then affects you, when it's inconvenient. Yeah, when it's inconvenient for you, when you're not, when you're not in the, in the, in the, when it doesn't benefit you. Like, I completely get what you're saying. Where it's like a, oh man, like, cause you didn't say nothing, but you were worried about the bubble because you was about the, you knew that y'all were like, like almost like a shoe in to the finals and a shoe in to win. Like y'all was locked was, in, y'all was ready. Like they, the Lakers was in. good. Yeah, y'all were great. And so this year, y'all get injuries, and now you got all this extra stuff to say about when you at home. Bro, keep all that energy. Because if you would have said it throughout, like, while you were doing it, okay, fine. But, like, don't do it now when the Lakers, excuse me, when the Lakers at home, like, they ain't doing nothing. So you can keep all the energy, bro. You can keep it all. Keep it all. That's what I feel like. You can keep all that, bro. I don't like that either. Cause like you, you didn't have to say nothing. Matter of fact, don't say nothing. Cause everybody just think you like now. You just sound like you whining. And that's that's really my only thing about it. That's my only thing about it. Cause I'm like, like bro, like you really didn't say anything. Like you, like you, like this. What you? That's what LeBron said. He said. They all didn't want to listen to me about the start of the season. I knew exactly what would happen. I only wanted to protect the well-being of the players, which ultimately is the product and benefit of our game. These injuries isn't just part of the game. It's the lack of pure rim rest, rest below, rest before starting back up. Eight possibly not eight possibly nine All Stars have has missed. Oh Lord, LeBron has missed playoff games, most in league history. This is the best time of the year for our league and fans, but missing a ton of our favorite players is insane. If there's one person that know about the body and how it works all year round, it's me. I speak for the health of all our players, and I hate to see this many injuries this time of year. Sorry, fans, what you guys were seeing all your favorite guys right now. And I know all about the business side, too, slash factors, so don't even try me. I get it. Okay, LeBron, I, I, I understand what LeBron's saying. I do agree. They should have not started back playing that soon. They literally finished the season in, what, October and started back playing again Christmas Day. Like, Come on now, like that's that's not no time to rest. However, you knew this was coming because, like you said, you understand the miss, the, the money side of it. At the end of the day, the NBA about the almighty dollar speak. The money make the world go round. That's all, that's all. If it don't make money, it don't make sense. That's that's literally how mm-hmm. how the world works. That's how people view the world. That's how it works. You knew for a fact how the NBA works with the contracts with all these companies and broad, all these broadcast companies, all these. Deals they got, you know how this works. You knew for a fact that the NBA season was gonna start back immediately, like after the season ended. They've done this before. They've had a little. They started the season like mid-season, made a shorter season, finished the finals, then started right back like on normal time. You know how this works. You, you know for a fact how it goes. So it's like if you want to avoid this, I feel like they should have not done the bubble. That's my that's my view on it. I feel like they shouldn't have done the bubble because mm-hmm. they knew at the end of the day the NBA should have just lost the money that they was gonna make then. And just made it back this year because if they would have just not did the bubble and started the season back up when it normally starts. Think about how much, how many fans would have got brought in. Out the fact that like, oh my God, the NBA is back. We can go see games, sports bag, blah blah blah. Like they would have been way more happier. It would have been the same effect. You would have made the money back in one way or the other. I understand okay. the loss of revenue and all that. I'm not, I'm not a finance major, so I'm not about to go into the ins and outs of like how much money they would have lost, like the income, the profits. Oh, I'm not about to go through all that because I'm not a finance major. I'm not looking into all that. It's just from a grand scheme of things, if you're going to say y'all should have started a season that soon, then you should have just not did the bubble because the bubble was rushed to begin with, and them games was just it was just back to back, back like every day you was basically playing. And once you, I want you was out, you on dope. Yeah, it was basically like AAU in the bubble. Matter of fact, we know it was AAU in the bubble because half the people that was going off in the bubble, they fell back down to earth. T.J. Warren was an MVP in the bubble. Didn't hear anything about him at all this year. <laughs> at all. <laughs> exactly. Like the, the bubble wasn't real. We all come to the conclusion that the bubble was not real. So it's just I I just don't like the I don't like the way the I guess I can say I don't like the way that LeBron's passive about things. Like I feel like he should just like not dance around subjects. Like before, like we said before, the Lakers got before the Lakers fell into the play-in game. You ain't hear you ain't hear not one word about the playing game is stupid. It's a waste of time. The NBA is dumb. Whoever came up with that dumbass shit needs to get fired. You ain't hear none of that at all until the Lakers fell into the seventh seed, and then it was like, oh, we about to be in the playing game. We're not fully healthy. That's when we started hearing complaints. 
Now everybody hurt, including yourself and your your running mate. Y'all were hurt, and now all these other all stars in the NBA are hurt, which they've been dropping like flies nonstop. Everybody's hurt, and it's like okay. Now it's like okay, now everybody's getting hurt. I knew this was gonna happen. This was, like, I I get it, but it's like don't don't bring up don't bring up these things when. It started affecting you. Like you only brought it up because it's affecting you. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. That's exactly. how that's that's how it comes off. Like I feel I feel like LeBron didn't mean for it that way. It's just that when you don't say anything about this from the jump, and then when it starts affecting you personally, that's what you got a problem with. Which is a normal human response. Everybody does it. But it's like don't act like you just thought this was just done for the jump because you didn't say anything. Like you didn't hear LeBron say, "Want to worry about the playing tournament to Lakers fell to the seventh seed." That's when we started hearing about the whole. This is stupid. They shouldn't have done this. They don't ever came over to get fired. Like that's when you started hearing all that. So exactly. that's that's my whole piece on it though. I, I just that's that's honestly like my honest opinion on like how the whole thing. I'm just feel like if you didn't complain about it initially, you was cool with it, then don't only complain about it when it affects you. Because at that point coming up like you only cared about it you feel like it messed up your chance to repeat. It's not like you really generally care about like all the other stuff you say you can do right now. That's how it could come off to some people. That's why I see a lot of people like kind of upset about him saying they like you didn't complain about when you had a Mickey Mouse ring like you was good like they could really call it a Mickey Mouse ring. They said you didn't complain about your Mickey Mouse ring when you had a chance to get it, but now you like complaining because you fell victim to what other people went through previously, and now you upset about it because it's like now nah, it's affecting me, so I I can't do what I I I didn't get to do what I normally do because it, it came back on me. So. That's my whole piece on it. But anything you want to add about that before we wrap this up? Mm-mm. I mean, I, there's another thing we disagree on with that. Time it was four. <laughs> Time it was just four. That's pretty much that's that's pretty much how I go. Okay, so last thing, last last thing. I know I said last thing before. Last last thing we got to talk about the coaching firing. I forgot about this completely. So Stan Van Gerden got fired. Scott Brooks got fired. Who you think going to replace? I think. The I think the Pelicans need to either go at this point the Pelicans need to just go with somebody that's, that the players like I don't know I thought Stan mm-hmm. Van Gundy wasn't that great of a coach to be hired in a way to be honest so yeah he was an interesting one where I was like uh like has he really but okay I was and like he, okay he cut was, up then and he right back out there Scott Brooks Literally. trash coach as well right back out there again so we'll we'll see who replaces those gentlemen coming up soon. But with that being said, y'all, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this one up. Just uh, we I mean, we probably should have did a topic today, but it was like so much sports news happened to it. Like I had to scrap mm-hmm. any topic mm-hmm. I had. It was like it was so much sports news happening. It was like literally, I woke up this morning and my phone had like 15 alerts from Bleacher Reports just saying like Chris Paul out indefinitely, Kawhi Leonard sprained AC, ACL injury, Scott Brooks fired, Van Gundy fired. LeBron tweeting on his rampage. KD dropped this and that. Like it was just so much stuff going on. It was, it was wild. It was like it was like Jesus. Like what's going on today? It was just a lot back to back. But that's today's episode, guys. Um, gonna call it here. Again, appreciate everybody listening. You know, so chance to you know branch out, let everybody see. We just be talking on the grand stage though. We've been getting a lot of good feedback from the recent episodes though, so we appreciate it. Um, and with that being said, y'all know what to do. Subscribe if you're new to the podcast. Leave a review. Let us know how we're doing. Any critiques or suggestions or topic things you got going on, you can hit us up on our socials. The link in the bio or the description of the um, podcast. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week. Same time. Later, guys. Same time. Bye.